You're listening to The Brian and Gina Show, the official podcast of L.A. Magazine. Here are your hosts, Brian and Gina. Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Brian and Gina Show, the official podcast of Los Angeles Magazine. I'm Gina Grad. And I'm Brian Bishop. And we wanted to hear from you and and reach out. You did. We got a ton of questions for a Q&A today. Some we'll get to today. Some we'll get to on a, a very near future show. So don't worry. But there are so many questions from locals and from people who are going to hopefully visit that we just wanted to uh, address them because like we like we've mentioned before I mean we both love to travel Brian and I you know get out as often as we can sometimes it's a sort of a weekend getaway sometimes it's a little farther away and yeah you can look on TripAdvisor and places like that and that's great but isn't it kind of nicer to get recommendations from your friends? Yeah. So that's, that's what we're trying to do. Totally. People reached out for everything from recommendations to like experiences very unique to LA. I, I, I really, uh, let me say thank you. I appreciate the uh, feedback and the interaction with the show. Yes. So let's give you guys this. Consider this your uh, your your friends giving you advice on the things to do, maybe the things not to do when mm. you visit or even if you're a local. And if you hear this and you are pounding on the steering wheel or punching a hole in the wall, well, please get anger management help. But then reach out to us and tell us what you think we're missing yeah, and t- we can totally. fill people in. Yeah, please. Yeah, because we haven't done everything. I don't know about you. I I have plenty of blind spots. I'd like to find out more to do. So by all means, if you're like, oh, you guys totally whiffed on this one, let us know. (laughs) Yeah, uh, we've we've said before on the show, you know, Brian is Mr. Westside and spent a lot of time downtown (laughs) in those college years of USC. I've lived in the South Bay and Echo Park and the Valley and Hollywood and all over. But that doesn't mean doesn't mean I left the house. I mean, I've been to a few places. So please, sure. please help us. Um, so let's dive in. Let's talk about it. Somebody um, with a really unique name. You know, it's it's L.A. We're used to unique names. And they reached out on Twitter. Their name is CW3805420. Okay, I know that guy. Or girl. Yeah. Tough to put on um, official paperwork. But sure. If that's what let's you just call him CW. Yeah, good idea. CW. CW has a very particular interest in the city of Malibu. Okay. Uh, wants to know, where do you stay in Malibu? What do you do oh, in Malibu? Now, one thing that I always warn people on, and Brian, I would love your advice on this as well. When people ask, well, what hotels do I stay at in LA? The first thing I say is, you are asking the wrong person. You do not ask a local what no. hotels to stay at because we don't stay at them. That is where you probably want to go online and see what where where people visiting are staying because that's yeah. not really where we shine. <laughs> so stay where you can use points and wherever. Yes. I think the neighborhood is more important than the hotel. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like if you want to be on the beach in Santa Monica, you look around there. If you want to be, you know, in the Chateau Marmont or somewhere, yeah. yeah. Exactly. You have plenty of options that way. I will say for Malibu now, Malibu is not my uh, hood. It's a lot of uh, it's a lot of both of our price ranges. I assume. That said, um, if it was me, okay. If you're already considering staying in Malibu, you probably can afford to rent a pretty baller place. So I would imagine the move when you're up there is to VRBO or Airbnb, a really cool place with a view. I mean, that's otherwise. Why are you in Malibu? You know what I mean? Stay somewhere else. That is a very, very good suggestion. I'm sure there's a lot of great 
uh, full property rentals that you could just luxuriate in. Also, I don't know if you know this, Brian. I know this for a very fun reason, um, though I haven't done it myself. Do you know that there are um, you could go VRBO or just straight up RV in Malibu, that there are campgrounds <laughs> overlooking I, I- I see them parked along PCH, but you're talking yeah. about like an actual like like setup with like waste disposal and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like like RV park. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I know this because many years ago, I'm talking almost 20 years ago, a, a friend of mine was one of you know theater people. We're lost at that time. We don't know what we're gonna do. So she took a summer and signed up to be like a a bus driver tour guide across the country for um like for people visiting from other countries oh, wow. and it's like, you, do you have a license, a driver's license? Do you speak English? You're hired. You're in. So that's when I saw her because um, one of their first stops was the RV park where they spent a couple of nights oh. in Malibu. Oh, so nice. maybe, yeah, maybe you want to go high end. Maybe you want to go low end and everything in between in Malibu. Yeah, that, 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 that's very interesting. See, this is great. I wouldn't have known about that. So thanks yeah. for that insight. Um, I've got to imagine, I've got to imagine people who own places in Malibu. There's a huge percentage of them that have them as just vacation rentals. Sure. Um, you can obviously go beachfront for, you know, $50,000 or you can go a little higher up on the hill and get a nice view and uh, enjoy for, I would imagine, a lot less. So, uh, you know, your mileage may vary, but shop around. You know, it, it, you're so right. And it's so funny you said that. I, I should have added another couple of pictures of the actual house. But two girlfriends of mine, uh, not too long ago, a couple months ago, got together and did a staycation in Malibu. One lives in oh. Hermosa. One lives in Larchmont. So, you know, oh, we're wow. locals. But they said, let's just get a house and we'll bring the kids. And then, you know, Gina and all the girls can come for the day. And Gary, if you have that beach, that water picture. this Was it was- just one day? For the weekend. Okay. And we literally, it's one of these houses that's right on the sand. Oh, wow. You can rent them. You walk right down your little crickety, crackety wooden uh, stairs where in high tide, you you ain't going anywhere. Exactly. And you walk down and it's, the, the beaches in Malibu, I find to be very different than beaches that are farther south, like in Santa Monica or South Bay. And the picture I'm putting up, you should go to YouTube and look at it. Very like mossy and very, I don't know for, this is going to sound insane, but very wet, you know, because there's not a lot of shoreline. Yeah. To my, to my limited experience there, it's much less lived upon the uh, beach in uh, Malibu because again, in my experience, I find it to be a little bit inaccessible by design. Yes. Like the people by there design. don't want you. There's a, the, despite the fact that the beach is technically public, they yes. don't want you getting onto their beach, which they perceive as their beach. So yes. uh, beach access in Malibu is limited, uh, sometimes a little bit hairy. If you're like climbing down rocks or ladders yes. or whatever, um, it's worth it because it's beautiful. But at the same time, there, you know, it's not like uh, you know Santa Monica just walk right on no. the beach. It's not user friendly. And it's funny, like Brian said, as far as I know, the beach is public property. Good luck finding an entrance. Yeah, That's kind not, of their thing. It's free and far between. Yeah. So you can find rentals that are literally on the water. And I'm, again, so on the water that on high tide, it comes, you know, it comes up almost to the balcony. But on low tide, you can frolic. It's fun. It's very peaceful. It's very quiet and definitely worth looking into. Again, we're locals. We don't need to, you know, throw away money on a, a part of a neighborhood we basically live adjacent to. But it's sometimes it's so beautiful 
it's worth it. That's true. I'm sorry. Forgive me, Gina. Was there more to this question? I feel like there was a yes. second part. Yes. And what to do in oh, Malibu. Yes, now, Brian, this is this is a hairy question for you because Brian can give you um, where to sign up for membership. Yeah, I can tell you where you're not allowed. <laughs> I can tell you where you are allowed. So why don't you why don't you wet our whistle with what the, uh, what what? the other half does? Yeah, I no, actually, I'm going to go the opposite direction. I'm going to start at the bottom and, and okay. let you uh, go go up from there because one of the so uh, Malibu is expensive. Everything in Malibu is yeah. expensive. Restaurants, you know, they're all tourist traps. Some have spectacular views, but you're going to pay through the nose. Uh, yes. Enjoy, you know, enjoy your uh, forty-five dollar, um, you know, shrimp cocktail. Yes. That said, one of my most—I uh, I think back on this fondly, and I'd like to do it again because my wife and I, when we were first dating and married, and uh, before we had uh, our, our daughter, we used to go up to, uh, totally free to the, uh, the the huge, beautiful rolling hills of Pepperdine University, oh. which is right there, overlooking just some spectacular shoreline. Stunning. It's a beautiful, beautiful campus, and they have a giant lawn that faces the yes. ocean. And we would go to. Um, uh, my favorite deli in LA, Bay City's Deli in Santa yes. Monica. Uh, get some deli sandwiches, get some pasta salads, get you know accoutrement, wine. Uh, you sure. know, do the whole thing, uh, and uh, just go up the coast in thirty minutes. And uh, one of the most spectacular views you're ever going to have is uh, free. So uh, you know, I would say picnicking on the lawn of Pepperdine University is a rare treat. You didn't have any problems uh getting in and get accessing that lawn never once no it was wow. totally it was totally open it uh there, there were like a few other people on the lawn you know we obviously weren't um we obviously weren't uh, making a scene you know just right. kind of keeping to ourselves but no i i don't know i don't know that it's technically allowed or not allowed all i know is that it was very welcoming there are other oh, wow. people who were doing it that's a great idea. I don't know how, as I knew one person who was a student at Pepperdine, I said, how did you ever get anything done? Getting, so I was like, I didn't. It's, yeah, it's there you ridiculous. Go. Like they, they dare you to try and pass those classes when you're right on the ocean like that. It's truthfully what the, I mean, I've seen a number of universities. It's maybe the most beautiful oh, I've ever seen. Easily. That's yeah. a great idea. Um, all right. I got one for you. I didn't provide a picture because I didn't think of it, but it's I have I have rotated through the years of like, oh, if you have tourists in town, where do you take them and what's the what's the good place? Well, it used to be the Getty Museum because the mm. Getty Museum in the sort of the canyons is stunning. It's gorgeous. It has world class art. It's you know, it's it's a beautiful place. But ever since the Getty Villa mm. became the thing, Getty out, Getty Villa in. I mean, whether you have parents that want to take in some of the most ancient, beautiful works of art and artifacts on the planet um, against a gorgeous backdrop, or if you have a little cousin, say at the time she's 15 years old and wants to impress her little friends in the Midwest with all the incredible selfies and mm -hmm. Instagram photos, you take her to the Getty Villa and let her pose uh, you know, on yes. the lawn and next to the reflecting pool. And when I tell you there's something for everybody, that's pretty much the span the, the google getty villa it is it is 
an absolute masterpiece architecturally. There's a amphitheater, there's artifacts, there's a garden. It's all overlooking the water. It's a stunner. The natural beauty is outstanding. It's right there on PCH, right? Just, I mean, that's the grounds. Forget the fact that it overlooks, you know, overlooks just some beautiful scenic coastline. did, I, did we talk about on the show how I went to the Getty Museum for the first time two weekends ago? No, you what? You've yeah. never been to the Getty? No, this is the first time. To be a Whoa. tourist in your own city, you know, yeah. do, do the yeah. things you're, that everyone else does. And uh, yeah, it was awesome. We spent beautiful. My God, we maybe maybe knocked out, you know, 10, 15% of what you yeah. can actually do there. And yeah. uh, we saw we saw an actual um an actual uh, Van Gogh. We saw a couple of wow. Monets, a couple of Manets, a couple of um, uh, Renoirs. It, it's it's wow. uh, there's an Edvard Munch. Uh, it's a, it's a it's a whole the, the, just the area, just the European wing that we were in was stunning. That's and did you bring Tessa or this? Yeah, was an adult that was the whole reason. Her little her That's little great. one of her little best friends was like uh, was going up there with a the family. We're like oh, let's all go up together. That's a great idea. So you have the original Getty, which is stunning but also like i said if you're going up the p uh, up i'm sorry up pch mm-hmm. not the pch no, no, never. you're going up the one freeway um you must stop at the getty villa we i know and i'm the same way you know it's like there are people that's like i'm visiting la i don't want to go to walk around a museum like what else you got i'm gonna say go to yeah. the Getty Villa. Highway one, excuse me, Gary. Highway one, is that what we call it? Um, so yes, that is a stunner. And you had such a great idea with Bay City Sandwiches, which always has a line. So True. just tuck well, in and wait. There, there is a grab and go option if you're not particular about your sandwich. Like I, I can't have mustard. You know, if, that's, right. if that's you, then you got to wait in line. They do have a grab and go option, which is is uh, is hugely advantageous. Good idea. So that's a great cheap lunch off uh, option. I have one that I've been going to literally, well, I'll say for 19 years because mm-hmm. I had a friend when I first moved here who'd never been to LA and wanted me to show around. And I didn't really, I just got here. I didn't know anything. So I said, want to go to the beach? So we drove out and we just kept driving up highway one. I didn't know anything. I didn't know where I was, but I saw a billboard with a lobster in the distance in like a Hawaiian shirt and sunglasses. And I thought, okay. well, that looks fun. Well, that's kitschy and fun. Turns out it was Malibu seafood that I have maybe gone oh. to conservatively 20 times since. I've actually Probably never more. been. I assume it's great. It is not only great food and has a sign, we're closed for breakfast because we're out catching your lunch, mm. um, but it is all patio seating, picnic table seating. Um, I have done birthdays for people there. I, you know, people do this all the time. It's kind of, it's a really fun mix of people because, you know, it's people like uh, us who, you know, just like it, but there are a lot of locals who come down with their checkered tablecloths, with their candles, with their bottle of wine, and they call your number and you bring the food is excellent. And there's always a line, but it moves quickly and it's wonderful. There's tons of tables quote unquote inside. It's just a a roof. There's no walls with little fairy lights. And the food is, dare I say, you know, people like, oh, I like Neptune's net. Mm -mm. No, no, you don't. You like Malibu seafood. It's better. The only, the only catch, pardon the pun, is anyone who goes with me before we get to the car, must high five the lobster. That is what oh. what you do. Well, that's fair. That's a decent price yeah. of admission. 
addiction. I'm glad, I'm really glad to hear about this and glad you brought it to the show because if anyone asked me like where to eat in Malibu, I, my, your choices are overpriced or overrated yes. or a combination of the two. Absolutely. And this is a word of caution to you big boys who who like to get the uh, Hungry Man Lumberjack special. Everybody who I've ever taken, and I've taken a lot of people to Malibu Seafood, anyone who's kind of a big guy with big appetite. Well, I, I want the fish and chips, but I mean, it only comes with two. I mean, I should get the three and a side, right? I'm like, oh, no, 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 you don't understand. The fish of the fish and chips is like the size of a cement brick yeah. oh yeah bullshit oh, okay when i tell you they can't get to that third fish of the fish and chips i'm serious so get get the third at your own risk but these are giant mammoth pieces of i'm guessing cod in that beer batter Makes sense. oh when you get either the baked potato or the delicious coleslaw of course mm. they have the um god i'm so hungry right now they oh, have i the, want craving fish and chips right oh. now it's it's and of course they have the you know the malt oil yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. and the tartar, well, the tartar and, sauce yeah and no matter what you must get the clam chowder it doesn't even Ooh. have to be in the bread bowl i just get to always get a cup of clam chowder they have great grilled stuff god why aren't i doing we gotta we gotta talk to them about some sponsorship yeah, it's seriously about, we're giving this going, this stuff away <laughs> i've been going there for years and years and years and it's just so delightful and you're it's on the other side of the highway so yes you have to frogger it if you want to get to the water but many many a saturday afternoon have i even taken myself and went and had a lovely lunch and then carefully crossed the highway and pulled out my beach chair and just sat right there yeah. on the water climb someone's it's, fence and uh, into the backyard Gary's putting up a picture of something that literally looks like my table. Good Lord. It, look at those calamari. Ring. Oh, those onion yeah. rings are calamari. Oh God. Who knows? They gotta be on, that's probably, way too big. That's huge. Yeah, I would, I would fear that calamari. Oh, God, so yeah. that, that thing will take your ship down. <laughs> they, Sorry. I mean, everything is so great. It's gotta be onion rings. Sorry. That was a foolish moment on my part. <laughs> like, what? No, that's <laughs> It's worth the drive. And I, people always say, how far up is it? I go, once you get to Pepperdine, that Brian just said, it's about a quarter mile from there. So you'll okay. see it on the right. You'll see the lobster. Um, another place that I only know about because of the atmosphere, and I haven't really gone too crazy sampling the wine. Have you and Christy ever been to Malibu Wines? Yes. I'm sure you have. What yes. a wonderful way to spend an afternoon. I mean, I, I, it's, it's literally lawn. With, you know, sometimes jazz music. I, for some reason that I'll never understand, saw Sherry Lewis and Lamb Chop perform oh, there. How about that? Um, but you sit, you just sit on the lawn and you're in Malibu and it's a beautiful breeze and you drink your wine. What do you know about Malibu? I, so the, the, few, the, the couple of times we've been, I got to be careful because you know, I, being new to this, this venture, Gina, we never know who's the sponsor, like who buys True. ad space True. and like <laughs> LA magazine. So let me be delicate about my uh, thoughts on uh, Malibu wines. Great atmosphere, fun. Great it's, atmosphere. A, it's a party. It's a good time if you're there on a nice sunny day. Oh. Even, even, a, even a kind of cloudy day, it's a oh. good time Beautiful. to hang outside. Um, yeah, the music. They always have some kind of music going on. Yeah. Usually live music. Yeah. So I remember a big bonfire or like a big oh. like fire pit. Was okay. it, is that okay? I I, 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 I vaguely remember. remember. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but I thought I remember that. Um, and they have one. What? And they have wine. Yes, they do have wine. Yeah. Okay. I'll leave it okay. there. I wanted to make sure I heard you correctly. Okay. Yes. They and, have wine. And, and they sell and serve wine in addition to all of this. There's, 
what else could you want? But let's get back to the atmosphere. It is so much fun. It's a party. Everyone's tipsy to some degree, except the drivers, <laughs> of course. But uh, it's it's a good time. You're going to make friends. It is. They used to even have the wine safari, but I don't know if they do that anymore. Gary, um, with the breaking news, are you seeing this in the chat? Yes, I am. I, I can't pic- wrap my mind around. There's no pun intended. That's calamari. No. That's Gary's- a wrist. That's a, that's an ankle bracelet. Gary said these giant rings we're looking at are calamari, not onion rings. God. You're right. That would take a major cargo ship down. They call it squid and fries. That is insane. Wow. Okay. Humongous. Okay. So I'm I'm, I'm regaining my composure. (laughs) We digress. No, we don't. That's not that. That's that's central's our mission. That's not a digression. No, you're right. That's breaking news. Um, Yeah. So. Malibu wine is just a lovely place to take a picnic blanket and, you know, some charcuterie and have your wine. And there's a, you know, there's little statues and sculptures and it's, it's, it's fun. Now it is, I believe it is 21 and older. So it's not like Mm. you take your kids with you and they run around. Um, I appreciate that. Even being a parent now, I very much appreciate places that are like, look, I don't know what you want from us. It's, it's 21 and up that includes your babies. You know, I mean, yes, they keep it uh, keep it classy, su- su- such that it is. Yeah, and then of course there's your Dukes and your Joffreys and stuff. But I think at that point, wouldn't you say that you're pretty much just paying for the privilege of eating next to water? Yeah, I mean, you're going to get some fantastic views and go to a classic place. But you know, what's the separate? I I don't know what separates Dukes from Moon Shadows. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, Moon Shadows. That's right. Yeah. Well, as far as I know. Um, Mel Gibson never got arrested outside of Dukes. That's true. That, Although that's I will, them. we did get a question. I know for answering it today or some other time about celebrity sightings, uh, where to go. You know, like if you want to see a celebrity, yeah. I, I've I've seen. I think I saw the Kardashians last time I was up at uh, Nobu, which is the very again very yeah. expensive. But you know, you're paying for what what you're looking at right. as well as what you're eating. Um, right, uh, sushi place up there. Well, yes, put a pin in that because I think, because um, I didn't prepare my no, no, question. For that. <laughs> but yes, that's a great, I mean, that was the ultimate LA Mad Lib that Brian just gave you. I saw the Kardashians yeah. at Nobu is yeah. all you need to know about celebrity sightings. Um, all right, let's move on. This is actually a really good question that I don't think enough people ask. Uh, Stevie Mac, I see, says, if I want my uh, visit to SoCal to include some beach days, what months generally are too cold for swimming? Mm. I am so glad he had the foresight to ask this. And yeah. I have I have thoughts, Brian, do you? I, I have to assume, not being pedantic, but I have to assume he means swimming in the ocean because yes. it's always nice enough to swim in a pool out here. Right. But I assume you want to swim in the ocean. So I don't know if this, you, forgive me, please. I generally don't know if this term is out of favor, but California was famous for their Indian summers. You know, when right. on, the summer goes on well through September, oh, sometimes yes. creeping into October. You know, the, the, there's not uncommon to have Halloween uh, be occasionally like a 75 degree day. Uh, yeah. That said, I, I mean, your sweet spot is June, July, August, and into September. You're probably going to see a little better, you know, return on your investment, better prices as the fall creeps in in most of the country, except out here, because September is traditionally Labor Day. I mean, you know, with Labor Day and everything, right. pretty warm. I mean, I remember yes. my birthday's in September and it's always warm. 
Yes, you're so right about that. Um, now, th- when I first got there, I was like, this isn't a thing. But May Gray and June Gloom mm. are real. Yeah. Um, people say, well, June is the start of summer. What is this weather, this soupy weather? It's June a crapshoot. Yeah, it's a thing. It's a thing. That's when the fog rolls in onshore, offshore, Eddie. I don't get the terms, but that it, it's a thing. Yeah, you um, might get out here. It, it's a crapshoot. You might get out here and one day is 80 degrees. The next day is 67 and you don't want to swim. Well, and the funny thing is, is the weather can very easily drop 20 degrees from the valley or, you know, from Hollywood to the water. You very get true. socked in and it's like, how is it 65? And it's, it's 85 where, where I live. I'm really glad you mentioned that because like, if you're just, if you're, if you're an outsider, you're traveling here and you just Google Los Angeles weather, they'll give you the weather downtown. Now the weather right. downtown and the weather Doesn't at the beaches. Matter are often very different. So, you yes. know, go, go check out the weather where you want to go, i.e. Santa Monica, Malibu, whatever. I'm so glad because, yes, you said that for a good reason. It's I, I would assume conservatively 10 degrees, but more like 15 or 20, a difference between downtown yeah. in the height of, you know, the, the, the concrete jungle to the water. Totally. What I didn't realize about you know, growing up and when I first moved here, I didn't know. I always thought of the Atlantic like the the sea was angry and it's cold and it's stormy on the Atlantic, but the Pacific, warm and beautiful. Um, no, it's actually the exact opposite. The Atlantic water tends to be much warmer than the angry Pacific. The water here is not warm. I guess and- it depends on where you go, but you're right. By and large, I've had many people visiting to tell me they were surprised by how cold the water was. Yes, absolutely. Now, when I lived in the South Bay, the South Bay is considered Redondo Beach, Hermosa Beach, and Manhattan Beach. I found the water to be a little warmer than if yeah. you go up to Malibu. But that said, it's not, we don't, you don't just sink into bath water like you do if you're in Fort Lauderdale or something. It's no. not the same water. It's a, it's a pretty strong current. It's, it's pretty chilly. And having lived in the South Bay, what I would recommend, even though we can have, you know, hot days, cold days. I mean, I remember it was 90 in February one year that I lived there. It's, it, you know, it's weird here. But like Brian said, August and September, you're going to be so warm in July yeah. too. July, August, September, you're going to be so warm sitting on the sand that you're going to pray for cool water. So I say, yeah, don't worry about the temperature of the water. Think about the temperature of the sun that's going to force you into the water. Yeah, that's that's you're you're 100 right. That's absolutely key. Get roasted on the beach and then you'll be begging for like a nice brisk splash of ocean water. Yes. This is not the Bahamas where, oh, the water's the same temperature as the air. No, this is a, a chilly, wavy ocean that um, you you love on a hot day. Yes, that's so, the key. Yeah. Uh, I think we have time for a couple more. Sure. Oh, interesting. And knowing how long you've been out here, I know that you've had the opportunity for this. So have I. This is from A.H. Honeycut, which sounds like either a sandwich place or like a mortgage broker. I don't know which one. Could be, yeah, it could um, be the, the ultimate, uh, the ultimate uh, in between. Yes. <laughs> hey, what, what, what rate can I get you? And do you like uh, cheese on your capicola? <laughs> yes. A.H. Honeycutt has a question. Have you, have either of you experienced an earthquake? And if a major one happens, would it make you want to relocate to another state? 
I'm actually more curious. So I was uh, was, uh, a young boy living in the Bay Area in the 1989 World Series earthquake. And that was a big, whatever it was, 7.0 or 7.1. And that was a, that was the biggest earthquake I've ever felt by far. And, and you was, felt uh, it. You really, obviously. Oh, oh, no, really, I, I was uh, pretty, I was between the epicenter and San Francisco. So like, you know, I was close, <sighs> I was closer to the epicenter than San Francisco was. And you saw what happened to, you know, yeah. to the highway and, and destroyed uh, the it. Yeah. So tell, so tell us was, about that. It was dramatic. It was, it was crazy. We were about to watch the World Series. They're doing like pregame and all of a sudden the house starts to, starts to rumble. And, you know, we're in earthquake country, you know, at this point I'm 11 years old or whatever, you know, I read about that age. And so I knew what was up and uh, I just kept getting stronger and stronger. And, you know, it feels time kind of moves slower, if that makes sense, where I'm sure it was three seconds of building right. shaking, right. but that was enough time to be like, oh, earthquake. Oh, big earthquake. Oh, let's get right. out of the house. So my brother and I, he's three years younger. We run out of the house. Uh, and the were, front, you, were uh, you alone? No. Uh, dad and grandpa were outside. I think they were either painting or installing something, you know, doing some DIY work on the house. And uh, my grandpa former fire captain in San Francisco. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, my dad you know, jumped off the ladder, came looking for, for his two right. young boys. My grandpa yells the first thing that he thinks, and this I, I can't stress this enough for the people who are in earthquake country or any kind of natural disaster, he yells, watch out for down power lines. Because that, oh, that's yeah. instant death. If you know you touch one of yeah. those, then that happens in earthquakes. Obviously, the shaking can tear those apart. Right. I imagine it happens in uh, hurricanes and tornadoes. Yeah. So, and it, this is my rare PSA: watch out for down power lines. I learned this from my firefighter grandfather. Um, but yeah, that, it was it. It felt short, I guess, in the grand scheme of things. Uh, my poor mom was. I think it was like 504. So he, she had just gotten mm-hmm. off work and she was in one of those high rises, but she, oh, was, she was in the third level down parking. You know what I mean? Like a, like a subterranean. Yes, subterranean. She was yeah. freaked out and, you know, she was crying and she came home and well, my brother and I just being idiots because, you know, we're, we're 11 and eight. We're like, mom, mom, did you feel the earthquake? And she's crying. <laughs> yeah, she's sobbing. Did it have any effect on the house, on the structural integrity of the house? Not really. No, that's the, that again, I'm not the expert on this. I think everything I learned about this, I learned from our former boss, but everything in California is so heavily regulated in terms of right. building, like everything has been built in the last right. 50 years and uh, is up to code way beyond what our earthquake right. can do to it. And everything that's older has been retrofitted. So if there was a huge earthquake in LA, I don't know what it would affect aside from yeah. like pipes, maybe right. uh power, right. you know what I mean? Like infrastructure, but like yeah. in terms of actual buildings and structures, I think they're built be to withstand like a 10.0. No, let's not find out. No, that's, yeah. that's crazy. And did you, as a kid, would you look back and say like, Oh, I had PTSD from that after were you afraid of noises of shaking no, it, th- thankfully I, I i was too young and too dumb to to <laughs> register um so no uh my my wife uh was here in la for the northridge 94 yeah i think that kind of messed her up a little bit because she was yeah. in high school at the time probably a freshman or sophomore and uh yeah she tells tale of you know it was the middle of the night it was i don't mm-hmm. know what time it was four two four in the morning um but it it, it, it threw her out of bed and threw yeah. her back into bed it was so crazy wobbly and, in that area. And just to put it in perspective, she was she lives nowhere near 
Northridge, and that's how big the Northridge earthquake was. Yeah, she was in Westwood, and if you know the area, that's not close. My dad was in Van Nuys, Lake Balboa. Oh, geez. And um, he had severe PTSD for years. And he he said, I would, it, it, January 17th, 1994, 4.30 in the morning. Oh, and I mean, yeah, everything from, from I didn't live here then, but um, he had just moved here. And, you know, we're from the Midwest. And, and you know, he was just constantly jumpy and nervous after that. And he went to go to a therapist and he, they said, were you here for the Northridge? Oh yeah. Oh God. And he, he's like, yeah, that's still, you're still, your body hasn't wow. let go of that. Um, so I wasn't here for that. Brian, obviously has been in a big one. What most people don't know and what I wouldn't have known had I not been here for the past 20 years are in my experience, there are two time, types of earthquakes, rollers and shakers, hmm. and they feel different. And I don't know, just being out here, getting a little shake up sometimes, Brian, if you've noticed, but, um, the shakers literally just go back and forth. And you're like, whoa, that's what you think of when you think of an earthquake. That's like what I think most people think of, like a shaky. The couple times I felt rollers is you, your brain doesn't realize, my brain didn't realize it was an earthquake. Right. I just felt really queasy all of a sudden. Sure. Because it's like you're rolling. It feels like someone's moving around on the bed if it's in the middle of the night or if yes. like, or maybe someone's running down the hall and you're like, what's yes. going on? Exactly. Exactly. So I've been in a couple. The last one was, let's see, my dad, 2019. I remember it was the spring of 2019 because Andy and I were, for whatever reason, we were watching, um, God, that stupid movie about the, the, the killer, the serial killer in San Francisco. Uh, Zodiac? Yes. Thank you. Yeah. We were watching Zodiac. <laughs> okay. Why, Why are you watching Why Zodiac in 2019? It's a good movie. I don't know. We just turned, it was on and we thought, oh, we've never seen that. So we started watching it. It was a pretty big earthquake. We called my dad because that's what I always do, you know, with, when there's a problem. And he goes, honey, honey, the water. Because, you know, everyone has a pool in the valley. The water is splashing out. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. That's, that's our barometer for how bad the earthquake is. Is water coming out of the pool or is water not coming out of the pool? Well, someday, um, God willing, you'll be able to experience a big one. But uh, it's not uh, it's not something you look forward to. Yeah, I'm not interested. Do you, and have, then, a, uh, do you have an emergency kit or, or something of that we nature? We do. Yes, oh, I do. Um, it's I don't know how, like, some of those things probably need some... Some, some uh, refreshing... Yeah, I don't know if these this ramen is still good. <laughs> um, but yeah, you, I'm glad you said that because I definitely need to go through it and make sure that everything is size appropriate. In fact, I had it, you know, I have four tea stuff in there for a four-year-old child who's now almost eight. So I'm really glad you asked me that. Good. So, and uh, just if I can give you a tip uh, from my own experience yes. and uh, from others, um, definitely have some cash in there. Yes, that I do have. I mean, no, I don't. We don't keep that in the house. <laughs> Um, and then just the other part of this question is, yeah, I mean, would it make you want to relocate to another state? All I ever think of is Lex Luthor of Gene Hackman calling it Arizona Bay. That's and right. I think I don't want to be part of that. Do you think about that? I, I mean, I think about it in as much as I'm like, oh, there's natural disasters everywhere in this country. I don't know. I don't know. If a place, yeah, I don't know a place that is uh, free from natural disaster yeah. that I would want to live. You know what I mean? Like maybe you could go somewhere very remote, but I enjoy being around people and things and, you know, exciting things to do. So, well, yeah, yeah, like you said, pick your poison. And that's the thing. I mean, in you know, I grew up along the 
uh, New Madras Fault, which was a big buzzword in, in the Midwest in Whoa. the 90s. The New Madras Fault, we're, we live on a fault line and we're all going to get taken in by the, you know, we're all going to be gobbled up and go to the seventh circle of hell. And we we're always told that, but it never happened. However, I don't know. I, this isn't political. I'm not a scientist. I don't know. All I know is when the word fracking started to get thrown around, earthquakes started happening in the Midwest. And my friends in Oklahoma were like, well, this is new for us. I don't know if it's just a coincidence, but yes, in the Midwest, you do experience earthquakes now. Oh, so how about that? Might as well be here. And now we just don't have to deal with most of the time. We don't deal with tornadoes. Everyone gets to share. Exactly. Um, final question for today, and we'll we'll have some more fun ones uh, coming up soon. Are you both? This is from Dano the Mano. I'm assuming that's his Christian name. Dano the Mano asks, "Are you both planning on staying till the kids are grown? What's the one? And also, to part two, what's the one thing you didn't believe about LA until you saw it? So, for the first part of that question, Brian, how do you have plans to stay here forever? Do you have plans to move?" We don't have plans either way. Uh, I will say that uh, uh, when, when our, our daughter, she's six now, she's in first grade, she happens to be in one of the very few uh, good public schools, which we're yeah. not willing to let go of anytime soon. So uh, once she's done with that in four years, I guess, it might be time to look. We just need a little more space. You know, we have a two-bedroom house. It'd be nice right. to have an extra bedroom for this Maybe, or maybe yeah. for, you know, when grandma comes to visit, yeah. um, just, you know, a little bit of space, which is hard to come by in LA, but who knows what happens in four years. Um, so the long answer is no plans to uh, uproot ourselves uh, uh, dramatically. How yeah. about you? Yeah, same. Although we are actively looking for a home uh, to buy. We've been renting this home for four or five years now. And it's been fine. But yeah, I mean, I feel guilty. You can't have grandma sleep on the couch. I mean, what kind of daughter am I? I mean, we do. <laughs> I know. So do we. So uh, and she doesn't seem to mind, but it's it doesn't feel right. right. Like we have this little space that I'm in right now. That's like it, it, I think it was supposed to be like a greenhouse because it's all windows that we've had to shutter oh. uh, and put foam over. It's very hot in here. Um, but it's not a bedroom. So essentially a two bedroom with a little bonus space. We we're and we're very much hoping to move, but yeah, we're stuck here too. We also have a child in one of the very few good public schools in Los Angeles. So, um, I don't know. I have a dream Please. that all men are, no, that I, I have romanticized and I don't even think I've romanticized it. I think it's real. And you could tell me cause it's more your neck of the woods. I have romanticized Northern California to a point where I, my retirement plans, they used to be moving to the desert. Now I believe my true retirement plans are Northern California. I want to be up there in the lush, green, beautiful amazingness. Yeah. So it's been a while since I lived there, but I will say it's, it's much more diverse than people think in terms of mm -hmm. like ideologies and um, climates and uh, like what go, like for example, like people think of Napa as this uh, very bougie area and mm -hmm. it is for some people to visit, but the people who live and work there, those are farmers. Like they right, own right. wine, they own vineyards, they're growing grapes. Their business is to farm grapes. Right. Um, and yes, it is very lush and it's, uh, the weather's great for growing these fantastic, you know, sequoia trees and uh, that's what I want. Again, vineyards, it's all, it's all there. And there are certainly places where you can get that. And I, I, could not 
price that out for you, but I know that it is very beautiful and uh, you know, you could do a lot worse as they say. Yeah. And I don't even mean like Napa proper though. I got no problem with that. I just, I mean, just, just, nor- just like yeah, a beautiful Northern border town sounds like the place for me. That sounds great. Yeah. Somewhere between here or, you know, here being, I, I took myself back to growing up somewhere <laughs> between like the Bay Area and Tahoe. Like there's a lot, yeah. of, a lot of mountains, yeah. a lot of, uh, oh. a lot of trees. That's that's my living. And finally for today, what's one thing you didn't believe about L.A. until you saw it? Does anything come to mind? I mean, on on the negative, I I don't think I was ready for just how oppressive the traffic is down here. I mean, it's it's omnipresent, and it's I would say in a in a city as diverse as L.A., it's the one thing that unifies everyone. Yes, <laughs> just just the, the omnipresent yes. traffic. Um, on the positive side, you know, the, you, there are so many, it's a, it's a fish eating its own tail because you see in movies and TV shows, so many landmarks, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? From, I don't know, you just name it, Santa Monica Pier to whatever, what downtown, right. you know, it doesn't matter. But like being here and seeing them like for the first time, you're like, Oh, this is everything I've seen in movies, you know, outside yeah. of obviously you know, obvious landmarks and other places. You're like, Oh, I, I, I've seen this before. That's crazy. That, that blew my mind. Yeah, no, that's, that's so well put. Cause that's what I thought about, you know, like we talked about Hawaii or when I went to Israel or mm. Greece, it's like, no, 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 no. This is, this is in a history book. This yeah, is yeah. now we don't, this is, this is, I'm in it. I'm in the history. I'm in the textbook. So I feel that way too about LA. The one thing that growing up in Kansas and then living for a short time in New York, and I mean in New York, in Queens, in um, East, the East Village and in West Harlem, and then thinking about L.A., I knew there were beaches. I grew up knowing, oh, kids go to the beach in the summer and they all look super cool and I'm super jealous. I did not know that there were mountains, Mm. mountainous, beautiful mountain regions here. I didn't even know to look for it. I didn't even know that it existed. I'm talking Idlewild. I'm talking Big Bear. And I I have just a couple pictures. I mean, I got more than I can count. I know that Mammoth is actually technically considered Northern California. So I won't include that, even though it's not much farther of a drive. Um, Like the picture we're looking at right now is just a absolute forest of the tall the real tall yeah, trees totally that's that's from Idlewild. that's i mean that's <laughs> what an hour and a half from here my wife is and, heading there tomorrow oh i love it it's actually since you know my husband and i haven't been on a real honeymoon yet i did have the foresight that the weekend after our wedding i just booked an airbnb in Idlewild just to kind of decompress best decision i ever made oh so um, smart and that big, oh, that's that's actually Mammoth when you're at the top of Mammoth Mountain. Again, not considered Southern California, but not that much farther. And Mammoth Lakes is Shangri-La. Um, but, but snow and mountains so close. I know we people love to say, oh, you could do, you know, the beach and the mountains in the same day. I really didn't know that. The mountains here are glorious. The canyons are glorious. They're, I still have a waist because that was right after the wedding. Oh, nice. And, um, that's me in Idlewild. I mean, it is, I wasn't expecting the forestry. I knew the beaches were here. I didn't know the glorious, majestic mountains were Look too. At you. I love them. You're the queen of all you survey. You should be lifting up, you should be lifting up a lion cub. Everything the light touches. That's right. Everything the light touches is our kingdom. <laughs> 
So I hope that that we've answered some questions for you and that you've you're a little more familiar with Southern California, you know, from our perspective. Please. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Uh, thank you, everyone, for questions. And we, there were more and we will get to them because there's some really good ones. If you'd like to ask us anything about it could be a career stuff, uh, this magazine, yeah. this podcast, uh, stuff, that, stuff we've done in L.A., stuff, people we've seen, people we, we know. We're uh, open books for the most part. Our our, our uh, handles are right here below us uh, at Bald Brian with a Y at Gina Grad. So go ahead and send us your questions. Yeah, please. We love doing this. We love having this conversation. And we get hit up individually so often about like, hey, um, if you wouldn't mind letting us know, like we're going to be there, you know, in a couple weeks. And I'm happy to I'm happy to write back with this. We can give you a little bit of a longer answer. There you go. Um, but do you know what, Brian? Life is good. But did you know it's not perfect? What? It's not perfect. And that your story is your own. Uh, being brave can feel impossible, but strength is always inside you. Self-expression isn't linear, but it is uh, yours to own. At Alex and Ani, they create jewelry that honors your spirit, tells your story, mementos of a well-lived life that accompany you through each day. At Alex and Ani, they believe the power of you. And you can discover pieces meant just for you at alexandani.com. And that includes Mother's Day right here. It's basically here. You're really, really not going to want to sleep on this beautiful stuff. Alex and Ani's Mother's Day collection honors the unstoppable force and strength of a mother's love. Motherhood, undeniably a full-time job. Through the endless days, sleepless nights, moms transform into superheroes guided by the deepest and purest strength of all, which is, of course, love. This Mother's Day, Alex and Ani celebrate the super moms in your life with pieces that honor her strength and resilience and devotion. So get on over to alexandani.com. Find something beautiful that your mom will love. I have multiple pieces. And actually, this is probably something I should do for Mother's Day as well. So uh, please go check out what they have. It is really beautiful jewelry. All right. Well done. Take a break, Gina. You did, <laughs> did a lot of talking right there. Uh, connect with us at LA Mag on uh, Twitter, if you're so inclined, at LA Mag. And go to YouTube to check us out, watch us doing the show at youtube.com slash Los Angeles Magazine videos. That's right. Um, well, we can't wait to keep chatting about all things LA, all things SoCal, and beyond. Um, Brian just went on a wonderful vacation. We talked about Hawaii. I'm going out of town, and I can't wait to tell you about a place like Hawaii that is a great destination for people in California. I'm going to Scottsdale, Ooh. and I can't I can't wait to tell you about um, all the amazing things there are to do with these great kind of weekend, long weekend yeah. trips. I mean, Jesus, I went to Hawaii from Thursday to Tuesday. You can do a long weekend in Hawaii. It can be done. So we'll get into all that and more soon. That's Brian. I'm Gina. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to The Brian and Gina Show. To get in touch with the hosts or buy their books, hit them up at at baldbrian and at Gina Grad on Twitter and Instagram or by email at podcasts at lamag.com. To get connected with LA Magazine, hit them up at at LA Mag on Twitter and Instagram. Talk soon. <laughs>